0: Today's episode is sponsored by the new documentary Calvinist by Les Lanfear. Calvinist is an exploration and celebration of reformed theology and its rapid growth, particularly in North America over the last few decades. Head on over to Calvinistmovie.com and use the discount code DOCANDDEVO. That's D O C A N D D E V O. Use that code when you check out and you will save 20% on the DVD, the Blu-ray, the digital purchase, or even a rental. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois.
1: And I'm Jimmy Fowler, elder candidate at Redeemer Fellowship.
0: You doing okay? No. Why not? Because. Why? We're getting close. To what? New Zealand. Oh. Is that coming up? Yes. I haven't been paying attention. How much longer? Next week. No, it is. Stop it. Oh, you mean when this airs? Are you talking about when this airs or is it actually next week?
1: No, it's when this airs. It, it's next week. Okay, but I'm so thinking, not now. But no, but still, me think it's next no, week. but still, now we ha- I've got four talks. I got to get done. I've only got. I got. I
0: got a couple done. I do them on the plane. No, everybody. No, all the, all, we all do no, it on the plane. No, no, all no. the public speakers do it on the plane. I am not doing. That. Oh, they all do. I don't do, that's do that. Yeah, it's fine. Just make it up as you go. No, Nobody's paying attention. So I'm. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm
1: feeling <laughs> nervous now because I, is I, that I, why
0: you've been so emotional today? Yes, you cried. You cried a little bit during staff meeting. Oh, that's not funny. You did. You got That's a little weepy. Funny. I did, but about it something, was a little. Was, it was a little uncomfortable. Okay. You got, you got, you got a little. You got you're, little. So beat. you're so mean. <laughs> you're so mean. No, it's, it was beautiful, dude. No, it was beautiful. No, man, I'm telling but you. But it like, wasn't about what you're trying no, to say. No, of course not. No, but maybe that's why you're emotional. I don't know, but like no, you I got, was emotional
1: because you, God has been good. I know. I well, am so. You know, <laughs> you I know? was like you. you started. Gosh. You got a little weepy. I got weepy because, got I, weepy because and I, and I was remembering. And I was like, oh my. <laughs> yeah, I was remembering what God has been doing. How He gracious. And then you cried like a baby. That's
0: okay. You know what? You know what? I Some people sing songs of praise, and some people cry like babies. And it's all good it doesn't matter because god yeah, i'm sorry that i'm the, the heart i'm the devotion in this relationship oh you definitely are I am the you devotion. well you are the emotion that's for sure <laughs> you are the emotion in this relationship so, that, there's no doubt about that
1: so anyways no i mean, you know i, do you want I was t- thinking you know, i said. do have some tissue. i was
0: thinking i was thinking you know uh
1: i i have eight i got eight sermons i got to get done right before the end of the year yeah that's fine oh. i got
0: more than that what are you talking about? Come on, man. Let's How many? Come. money? No, you don't. Yeah, I do. Actually, no, you don't. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. No, you want to count them? Yeah, I do. Yeah, sure. Okay, I'll count them. Here count, I go. i go go. to the calendar. Mm-hmm. Yep. ready. Yep. So you've got
1: go. this Sunday one. Yep. The next Sunday two. Yeah. Right. Uh, then you're gone for two Sundays. So that's so you're still only at two. But actually, while you're away, you do four. Yep. Right. So that's that's six. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven, eight. Oh. Not
0: yeah, I think ten. somebody somebody does know what he's talking about. Ten. And his name so is Joe yeah, Joe. So you have two more than me. Joe Joe. But here's the thing, though. Yeah. That's your job. That's do all your pretty job. Much, that's pretty much all that's I do. That's all you do. Some of us have other. You have, to run, a, have, you other have <laughs> to run a company. I got to do.
1: I have I have other tasks that I've got. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, yeah, you're doing two so more I just than like, me. So I just
0: want the record to show that you were wrong and I was right in that last little argument right there. Yeah.
1: Technically, yes. Yes. Yeah, technically, technically, that's technically. Technically. That's the only way you could win. It's technically. It's the only way Technically is like the
0: best way to win. Hey, man. If you're done crying, why don't we talk about something cool? You're so mean. You make me sound so bad. I share, a moment. Making I share bad. a moment. How does that you sound bad? share You're making fun no, of me. No, it makes you sound good. It makes you sound human. No, I'm not human. I'm you, a jerk. No, you are a jerk. I know. Continue on. And you are. Listen, I got, taking, a, I got taking a box. Something, I got a box t- t- tissues right taking here. Taking
1: something and, that I was rejoicing. And I was we, actually encouraging you. I was asking you guys to praise God. And we did. And now
0: I'm enjoying the benefits of that private conversation on the podcast. That's pretty nice. What are we talking about, Joe? Um, We're going to talk about the priesthood of all believers. Oh,
1: I really want to get into this. How yeah, I will, and compassionate I and how priest, oh, I will be your priest, Jimmy. You are. I
0: will be your priest because you know what. And as a priest, I'll bring you a box of tissues every time we meet in case you have another breakdown again. About how good God is, you cry more oh, than stop. women did watching the Titanic.
1: You cried. First of all, I cried during Titanic. Oh, I'm as sure well.
0: you did. I'm sure you did. You Dude, watched... I
1: cried at the end of Armageddon.
0: Okay.
1: Wow. I was like, no, Bruce.
0: You are What? So th- that me that means I moment, can't take your you're tears? telling me you're telling okay. me that
1: wasn't a, a sincere moment of sacrificial love for his That's just his 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 future right. son-in-law and his daughter and the
0: world. The word sincere cannot possibly be mentioned in the context of a Michael Bay film. Secondly, <laughs> the fact <laughs> no one that cares you, about this. The fact that you cried at Armageddon at the dim- end of Armageddon. You're crying and bubbling, babbling, blubbering that you did today at. Uh, First Staff of all, University. I did not babble. You were blubber, blubbering, did, dude. No, oh my I did gosh! did not Snot was running. No, you don't. were crying. Very
1: false witness. <laughs> oh my gosh! It was so bad. <laughs> it was not. I held okay. back.
0: I choked up. Oh, but I, I know choked you did. Up, I know you did. But right. I, I held strong. Yeah. Well, yeah. Strong. I, held, I you can't use I the held word strong. strong when you're crying. I don't think you doesn't really. You know, I, I'm not liking listen, this episode. Th- so nobody far. cares. Nobody cares that yeah. you're a crier. It's no, fine. No, stop it. I'm it's just fine. saying. You know what? Just just stop. Are you gonna cry? I don't want to make you cry again. I feel bad. All right. Leaving
1: on. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know what that means.
1: That's for the that's for the movie. I'm leaving. They sing it. I'm leaving on Jeff. They don't know when I'll be back again.
0: No, like, oh, dude, for a real, dog! Movie. You
1: don't watch anything. Oh, I don't watch bad movies. No, you just Good continue. Movies. Just continue. Hey, oh, you're telling me you don't cry? You didn't cry at the end of uh, *Lethal Weapon*.
0: Nope.
1: You don't cry sometimes.
0: No. When I cried when, in one movie, my whole life. No, but
1: when Riggs and Myrtle, like, Mm-mm. I'm talking about the show. Nope. Like when they go for.
0: Nope. Wow. Nope.
1: All right. I do, I don't cry. I cried I in want one you to movie know, my whole life. Out of our relationship, and you'll never know what that you are. Is. Y- you are the Riggs, and okay. I'm the Myrtle, and I understand that. Yeah. I'm okay with that.
0: Okay, so you're the okay. All right, that's fine. Whatever. I'm the one that doesn't bathe. Okay, great. Yeah, well, awesome. that sounds about <laughs> right. <laughs> all right, so we're going to talk about um, the priesthood of all believers. And actually, there was we had an email sent in from somebody that said, "Hey, man." why don't you guys talk about the forgotten principle of the Reformation, the priesthood of believers? And I thought, eh, hey, it's a really good idea, but I don't know how forgotten it is. Um, not in the context. Baptists tend to talk about it a lot, though Baptists tend to get it wrong a lot. What? Um, but uh, it is a very important principle. And so brother, thank you for your recommendation. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about it today. The priesthood of all believers. Now this was a really important theological principle in the Protestant Reformation. And it's still very important today. But we can't really talk about the priesthood of believers unless we just kind of start at the beginning. Like, what do we mean by priest what is a priest what, yeah. what are we talking about here so what is a priest jimmy
1: yeah i mean i'm i'm thinking of the old testament con, you know uh concept of it where the priest would offer up prayers and sacrifices on behalf of an individual and the people corporately right um and so in a way, they kind of stood in that gap, right? right. They, they, were, they, were, they were interceding between God
0: and yes. his people. Now, when priests were doing that, right, they would offer up prayers and supplications. They would offer up sacrifices. Do you think sometimes they would get so emotionally charged— I don't like you. —in the midst of their service? I don't like you so much. As soon as you said he, emotionally charged, I'm like, darn. Do you think that they would sometimes cry with— <laughs>
1: And you okay. know what? I want to say this. Yeah. I hope sometimes they did. Oh, I'm I, sure I they did. I would hope as pastors yes. today and shepherds and overseers, we would weep when our
0: people weep. Yes, absolutely. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I weep when my people weep. Huh. I don't weep when I'm sharing a praise. <laughs> I'm just saying, like praise report, everybody. Praise report.
1: And then I start crying. I, it's weird. All right. All right. You know what? Let me. You know, I have to give context. I have to give context. <laughs> I'm not going to go into specifics because you make me sound <laughs> like a little baby. I had been asking the staff and the elders at Redeemer for years, and my CG for years for this certain prayer request, and God and it's a big one. It's It's not. It's not, and
0: it's personal.
1: And he answered, and so I, you know, I I choke up a little bit thinking about how good a God has been, right. And goodness gracious, Joe! No man. (laughs) Anyways, so yeah, Joe. Do you think that they got so emotionally charged that they
0: cried for the people? I hope they did, Joe. Okay, well. I hope I would have a pastor one day that cries for me. Well, that we. Well, if you become an official pastor, we will have one who cries in spades. You, you can cry (laughs) for all 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 the rest of of the pastors. (laughs) That's actually probably true. Pat
1: and I all have a cry fest. Cry- right. No, Rob and I.
0: <laughs> yeah, Rob, Rob feels. You and Rob are feeling pastors. Okay, so a priest is, like you said, someone who prayers, um, sacrifices, yeah. who represents the people to God and represents God to the people. But the whole principle that we see in the gospel is that with the work that Jesus Christ accomplished in his life, in his death, and in his resurrection, the old priesthood has come to an end. Yeah. Um, he now alone is the remaining high priest. There is no more priesthood to which we must uh, go to gain the ear of God. Jesus is the high priest, and we are in him, and we have access to God. There's a bunch of passages of Scripture, right? That, yeah, that I, 1 Timothy
1: 2.5, right? For there is one God, and there is one mediator between God and man, The man, or sorry, God and men, the man, Jesus Christ.
0: Yeah, the man, the man, Christ Jesus. The man, Christ Jesus. That's Christ Jesus. uh, Yeah, I'm just saying. All right, thank you. kind of easy to memorize. Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry, I don't want you to cry or anything. I shouldn't push your buttons. Um, (laughs) So, yes, there is. The mediator, right? And then when you get into the book of Hebrews, right, it, it, it hits this again and again. Hebrews chapter 2, verses 17 through 18. Therefore, Jesus had to be made like his brothers in every respect so that yeah. he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in the service of God. So he became human. He became one of us in order to function as our high priest in our place to make propitiation for the sins of the people. So there's the sacrifice that the high priest makes for, because he himself has suffered when tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. That's yeah. Hebrews two 17 through 18. So Jesus, because he relates. because he was fully man, fully human and fully divine. He can make propitiation for the sins. He can be a a, a, sacrifice. A one sacrifice for all. And then perfect sacrifice. He, and he can come to the aid of those who are in need. He uh, empathizes. He he, he, well, he does he 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 knows temptation yet he is without sin he is different from
1: us right. Yeah, I mean, looking at Hebrews 4, 14 to 16. uh, Since then, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens. Jesus, Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Just like you said. Uh, Let us then with confidence, that's the part here, Mm -hmm. confidence, draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of needs. Right there. Let us then with confidence. That's that word. We can have confidence in knowing that we can draw near. We have access. We we are in relationship. We can be in proximity. Um one day fully
0: with God. Right. Back in the day, in the Old Covenant, it was the high priest once a year who would go into the Holy of Holies, right? Yes. So he wasn't just in the temple yard. He was in the the, the building, the structure, the, the holy place. But then he wasn't just in the holy place. He went into the Holy, holy of, Holies, of Holies, where only the high priest once a year could go in to get really close to the presence of God. And That they
1: would have to tie a rope around their ankle. Well, that
0: part isn't true. That's not in the Bible. Hey, that, uh, that, that's maybe. a myth. But that's okay. That's a myth? Uh, yeah. yeah. Joe. I'm sorry. I Chill. hate to break it to you. I hate to. Br- oh, I'm sorry. Are you gonna cry right now? I don't want to. <laughs> Listen. Uh, here's the thing. Here's here's the point. Oh, oh my gosh! Just like when Jimmy cries, he does start speaking in Spanish or Spanglish. Anyways, that's not real Spanish. You
1: know. I make words up as I go.
0: Um, we can actually go even closer. Because we are united to Christ, we can draw near to the throne of grace and find help. There is no fear of us dying in the presence of God. We, can, we don't have to rely on a priest to, to take our prayers to God. Jesus is our high priest, and through him and with him and in him we draw near. I love that passage, Jimmy. I but,
1: think that's but, so Yeah, good. but we as Christians, though, are also called priests, right? And like, th- it's, yeah. not just, it's not just—it's you not—so know, when we talk about that, uh, think of where uh, I'm trying to find it here. First Peter— 9 through 10. Right. Uh, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Marvelous. Marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy.
0: All right. So this is one of my favorite passages in scripture. First Peter Chapters one and two, in particular, because God used those chapters in my life in a period where I was a new Christian um, to really wake me up to a few very important principles. And um, th- this this whole idea, you speaking to the church, you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession. Those are all the 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 titles, some of the titles that were given to the nation of Israel. Yeah, Israel was said to be a chosen race, a royal priesthood, and a holy nation. And now He's saying, you church. You are Israel. You are God's people. And the fact that he says, you're not just a holy nation, you're not just a chosen race, but you are a royal priesthood. In that moment, he signifies that every Christian, every man, every woman, every believer is a priest in the kingdom of God. And this Hmm. is big. This is a big deal because, you know, we're, we're coming out of an old covenant context When we, the people of God were very reliant on priests to make atonement, to make prayers and to make a way for us to get to God. And now we're told, no, now you have one priest, the high priest Jesus. And now you are a lesser priest. With Jesus, and this means quite a bit, and we're 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 going to talk about that. But this is a major shift, and it's also a major shift, even culturally, the way that a lot of Christian traditions or quote unquote Christian traditions um, conceive of priests. We don't have anyone that needs to represent us to God. We we can talk to God. We can have access to God. All we need is to be united to Jesus, and once that happens. We have full, free, unfettered access. Our sins do not block us from from drawing near to God if we are in Christ. And so that's some of the stuff that we're going to talk about here in just a minute. but first, mm. that Calvinist documentary. Oh,
1: that Calvinist documentary though.
0: you know what my favorite part is? Uh, me uh, that's one the, of my favorite the, the parts. cameos the the uh, faux cameo I like Travel's in it, Travel's in it. You're in it.
1: Hey, I, I, I'm yeah, I'm there.
0: Yeah, you're in it, and uh, watch for Jimmy. Hey, do me a favor when you're watching the Calvinist uh, documentary, get a screen grab stop. of Jimmy journaling, <laughs> stop. and then put it on uh, Instagram or the Facebook or whatever, the Facebook. and hashtag it with #FofoTheCalvinist.
1: Fofo anyway, the Calvinist, what is wrong with you?
0: It is uh, that that documentary. I-, I tell you what I love about it is because we know less we know the maker and so we know him we everybody people know reform pub and all this i didn't know how talented he was i really didn't
1: no i knew he had been in the business like yeah and like major motion picture yeah uh but i I had never known he had that kind of no
0: i thought he was like a nerdy computer guy that could like make graphics that's what i thought i didn't know that he was a like filmmaker no
1: that thing is
0: legit It's as good as any, it's as well filmed and well composed as any documentary I've seen. And I've seen a heck of a lot of documentaries. This thing is. Fantastic! What's the what's it about? Anyways, what is the Calvinist documentary about?
1: Well, it's talking about uh kind of the rise of Calvinism and kind of working through that uh in in almost the resurgence, I guess if you yeah. want to say it like that, right?
0: He even covers it. You know, he talks about the Reformation yeah. and all that. So he covers the kind of the broad history, but but they really kind of dives into why it's so popular today, even and what God's doing. I I love that, and this is a documentary uh, that you should watch. Um, it definitely celebrates. Uh, Calvinism. Yeah. Uh, this is made by a Calvinist. Uh, he's Presbyterian, you know, so what do yeah, you, you can do? forgive him. Uh, but it is listen, I love it, I absolutely love it, and not just because I am like the Pr- prom, like, pretty yeah. much the top build celebrity pastor in the whole thing. That's not why pseudo celebrity, uh, no, pretty pseudo celebrity. You know, had two minutes, uh, you know, I know I, I, was, I was in there a minute and a half. Um, <laughs> This is a great documentary. I want you to watch it. I really want to encourage you to get it. Jimmy and I both loved it. You know that we don't tell you to go check out stuff. We're not into it. So we wouldn't be telling you that if we weren't. Go to calvinistmovie.com. Go there and you can purchase the DVD, the Blu-ray, the digital version of it, or you can even rent it. And if you use the discount code DOCANDDEVO, you get 20% off. Mm. 20% off. Rent it. You get even more JOFO.
1: Well, you get you get a lot more. You get Joe,
0: Fo, oh, and and Tribble. Well, which actually has some things to say. Yeah, Travel's in it. Yeah, he's in it. But he, he, you don't say anything.
1: No, I. I Jimmy doesn't get. To I say didn't anything. want to. No, no. Spro asked oh, me not yeah, to. I
0: remember. I remember now. That's right. You didn't want to. You didn't want to. I don't want to Steal Sproul. his thunder. I didn't
1: want to steal his thunder. Yeah, he's yeah, on his way out.
0: All right. So, um, listen. Head on over to CalvinistMovie Use the discount code Doc and Devo and check that thing out. You're gonna love it. All right, Jimmy. So if we really do believe in the priesthood of all believers yeah. that Jesus is our high priest we have no need for any other priest to bring us to God and that we are now also called priests by God's grace in Jesus what does that mean like more more specifically like yeah. what are the what are the direct implications um, for this doctrine of the priesthood of all believers.
1: Well, I mean, first and foremost, that all believers have access to God, mm-hmm. right? Like, we don't need a mediator. There's no need for an earthly priest, right? That's, like, the, that's you think one of the, of, big like, the ones. veil. Yeah, you think of the veil being torn. Right?
0: right, so Jesus was crucified. Yes. The sacrifice was offered. Yep. And the veil that separates the Holy of the Holies. Holies from the holy place, where, like, you could only pass through if you were the high priest once a year, gee, that thing got tore open, access granted. Yeah. I mean that that's pretty great. So, we've been talking about this, right? That all believers in Jesus have equal access to God and there's no need for earthly priests. But that actually carries with it an implication for how we view a church and leadership today.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would think that that there's uh as far as like clergy and and laity, laity right? Like there's no there's no distinction between the two, right? Like a clergy is not on higher ground right. than uh, than the rest of the people, right?
0: Right. So there's still a place for understanding, well, we have clergy and we have laity, but one doesn't one isn't closer to Jesus That's than it. the other. Exactly. Uh, in fact, you might be a layperson who is not in professional or vocational ministry, which would be a better term. Uh, you can be closer to Jesus than the person who's in vocational ministry. Uh, one doesn't guarantee uh, closeness. This is the benefit of, this is the grace of the priesthood of all believers. But there's another part to this. Which is really, I think, the maybe the thrust of the whole thing. So not only does it mean that all believers have equal access to God through Jesus, but that all believers are priests to one another. Yes. All believers function as priests. And now how is this given to us? Like in Peter, when we read about it, we are a royal priesthood. Yeah, chosen race, right. holy so nation. We are a community of faith. Right. It's the communion of saints. Right. It's the it's God's people together. So the, the priesthood of all believers specifically does push the issue of us being priests to one another. It's not just, hey, I'm a priest and I'm gonna do my thing. It's no God's made you a priest so that you can function. There's in- a
1: responsibility that we have to yeah, one another. Right. Like, uh, I mean, going back to first Peter, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous And to whom? Light.
0: Do we proclaim that? To each other. Right. And to ourselves, right? We, like, we, because I need to hear it from you. Yes. You know, through tears oftentimes. Stop. I, you, you need to. Stop. You, you, I knew you were going what? somewhere. I, I saying, knew listen, it. Don't, I Don't knew derail it. the conversation. I'm saying. I'm trying to keep it real. So, like, we, like, we, I need reminders. I need preaching. I need A teaching. lot of reminders. I do. Yeah. I know. Because I'm cold hearted and awful. You are cold hearted. You know, you do know uh, what Paula Abdul would say that I am. What would she say? I'm a cold-hearted snake. Look into my eyes. How you? How do you know eighties and don't know "Cold Hearted Snake" by Paul Abdul? No, no, it's it's just right. weird when you're singing it to me. All right, all right. So we've got. You're gonna edit that out. You're gonna edit that out for me, so I don't look stupid. Nope. Oh, okay. it's in. All That's it. Right, okay. That's awesome. staying in. Okay. Um, good. <laughs> At least it's not, I wasn't crying. So. Uh, <laughs> So this is the thing, right? We we are responsible to one another, to care for one another, to preach the gospel to one another, to help one another. But let's let's clarify what this doesn't mean because yeah. Baptists and we are Baptists, we're not just Baptist people. We're Southern Baptists. Yeah. We're as Baptist as you can get. There you go. You gotta be baptized, you gotta go under the water until you bubble. Or you're not <laughs> baptized. You gotta bubble. If you go under the water in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and you bubble, and you're a believer, then you're baptized. Otherwise, it ain't baptism. It's not baptism. Though. Yeah. So, um, what this doesn't mean, though, the priesthood of all believers does not mean the priesthood of the believer, which is the way a lot of Baptists tend to like, push very right? Like, very
1: individualistic, right? Like It's like, you know, you aren't, like, you're not your own priest. They
0: think that. They'll even say that. We've had something about right You're your own priest. Like, say, it's, what, what does that mean? That doesn't... No, that, that's not a thing, dude. It's not a thing. No. <laughs> you can't be your own priest. Jesus is your priest. That's it. And uh, and then you could be a priest to others, but no. The, 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 you are your own priest is a It's very weird... secluded. It's very oh, individualistic. It it's
1: very isolated. It, and it does. It leads... It's anti-gospel.
0: It is. It's anti-gospel. It's anti-church. Yep. And so that's a concern for us. But look... Um you have equal access to God with anybody else. You have free access. You yes. don't need a priest. That much is true. But you're not your own priest. Jesus is your priest. And but some people take this they take it farther and farther. Some people they get this idea like hey hey with the priesthood of the believer, um I don't need a pastor. I don't need a teacher because I'm my own priest. So yeah, like I, I just could, I just do my own
1: I things. could just sleep in. I could just listen to some podcasts. I'm right.
0: Gonna- Right, so like they don't need pastors, they don't need teachers, they don't need a church. Right? What? Well, I forget who it was, but I was reading an article by Timothy George. We'll link to it. But uh, George was uh, saying, "Doctor
1: George, yeah, Doctor Timothy
0: George." No, no, but it's uh, it's uh, it's Timmy. to guys who know him. It's no, uh, Doctor George. Yeah, yeah. yeah To please you, be, please to you. Respond. It's but to, to, to everybody, his ba- to his pals, to his pals, to his fellas it's uh it's timmy anyways
1: when when have you ever sat down with uh with dr george
0: do you really want me to answer that question yeah i do i have sat down with dr. when george. Yeah. when i don't really remember hmm, a so have i go oh you get out of here you don't oh he came to judson yeah. didn't he yep oh that's called a mercy visit yeah it was anyways, he
1: was with tears in his eyes <laughs> he, oh he he's like you up. yeah
0: <laughs> Look at that. um timothy george is great and he has a great commentary on galatians by the way you should check mm-hmm. it out new american commentary series um but he has this article, and it's really, really good. We're going to link to it. But the guy that he's quoting in there, and I forget because I read it a while ago, he said, it came out a year ago, he said that um, people who really get into this idea of the priesthood of the believer tend to believe that their hat is their church. In other words, they're, they're secluded, they're isolated, they're individualized, um, and they, they tend to go on their own. They don't need a church. Listen, I know me well enough. Like We don't all know ourselves as well as we think we do. I know myself well enough to know if I wasn't plugged into a local church, oh, you'd be you'd be way worse. I would I would be I would have walked away. God uses. The... Or you'd be a cult leader. That's what it would be. You'd oh. be kind of a you'd be a cult. Could leader. I be a rich one? No, you're not oh, that smart. Geez.
1: You're not smart enough to be a rich one. I need a
0: pagan <laughs> fofo to go with me. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. I'm be a cult leader. You, the
1: kind of cult leader you'd be is like
0: the homeless guy, the homeless oh. one
1: where you all drink lemonade. Oh, that's, that's pretty that's, much it.
0: That's not. You good. can't even afford the Kool Aid. I don't want to be. <laughs> don't want to be that kind of a cult leader man you
1: can't even afford the Kool-Aid
0: <laughs> make lemonade without sugar it's great It's lemon water that's all that that is um yeah man i need the church every christian needs the church because the grace of god comes through his church through his people the, the, the ministry of the word is something yes. that happens through the people the prayers and the fellowship and all these things
1: but even even along those then about the word like then it This individual starts to believe that your interpretation of scripture is just as valid as everybody else's. They do. They do. They're like, no, no. I'm a priesthood.
0: I'm the priesthood of the believer. Yeah. So I'm. You interpret that way. I interpret it this way. So who's to say that I'm not right? Yeah. Well, let's just agree to disagree. Reason, common sense. Uh, you know, uh, the principle of the uh, the analogy of faith and the analogy of scripture. Uh, There's a lot to prove that you're wrong. Listen, your interpretation of scripture is not just as valid as anyone else's. Uh, because you're either Mm. right or you're wrong. Oh, That's it. That's it. You're either right or you're wrong. Now, we can both be wrong, but we can't both be right if we disagree. So the the priesthood of the believer is a weird, like, Arminian Baptist thing. I'm going to say that's what it is. It's a weird Arminian Baptist thing. The priesthood of all believers, that is gospel gold. We all have free, unfettered access to God through Jesus Christ. We can approach him. He hears us. He loves us. We draw near to him. He draws near to us. He doesn't consume us in his holiness, but he embraces us in his imminency and in his love. This is truly wonderful. I don't use that word a lot. This is wonderful. This is, this is amazing grace. Now, not only do we have that, but as priests we're called to minister to one another. Yeah. To um to point one another of Jesus. priests bring people to the Lord. That's really what really what they're doing. And so that's what we're called to do. It's a very communal idea, right? That in yeah. the church we love and care for one another. Now, if all of this is the case, if the priesthood of all believers is something that we should cherish. Yeah. What are just a few let's just cover a few implications here, Jimmy. What are well, some what, things that we yeah,
1: should I mean, think first about? I think we want to uh we want to praise God for his, his, uh, like his accessibility and I mean, his grace, right? Like, like this is, this is pretty profound that the, the holy and just and grand and awesome God of the universe who has created and sustains all things draws near to us. Yeah. Right. And the fact that we have access to him, that he hears my feeble prayers, right. Even when I cry in praise, yeah. He hears uh, and He cares about these things. We mm-hmm. have access to our God, and we should, and we know, and I know how unholy and how filthy and how right. um, unjust and how unmerciful and how unloving I am on a continual basis. Right, and yet God still draws near, and I have access to Him by faith.
0: And I think that it's it, it, we get we lose this idea of who God really is. So I think that's really important. Like if, if you and I were going to get a sit down with president Trump, if we were going to get a sit down with uh, a, a pop culture celebrity, what what's the likelihood of that? What's the likelihood of us getting to sit down with a major celebrity like Kirk Cameron or something like that? I mean, like, no, no what, one wants to go uh, see
1: Kirk Cameron. We don't, he's
0: a major celebrity. I'm no, saying I mean, like, I mean,
1: well, I mean the only one that does have access is Jen. I know. Actually, my, I mean, he so. does
0: like my wife's riding. He, he like, <laughs> yeah, oh well, yeah. Hey, Kirk, that's what it is. Hey, yep. Hey bro. No, I'm sure that's what it is. Stop stop liking my wife's writing. (laughs) (laughs) What are you asking her to write for your website? What's Mm. going on, bro? Yeah, and
1: yeah, I do find that he likes a lot of her posts and comments and shares a lot of her stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah. Hi, but he do not like my stuff. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. Was there a difference between So, me yeah, and Jen? Jen has access okay, to her Okay, so I don't have access. You don't so, have access. But, like, you know, getting a sit down with an important person is very, very difficult, right? And the bigger celebrity, the, the more prestigious they are, it's just you're not going to get that sit down. No, which waste is why everyone time.
1: can meet up with Joe. Joe That's right. Joe, I am Joe is nowhere small near small potatoes. It. Small. Literally. Small E. Yeah, small E potatoes. Now,
0: now, think about God. God is the Creator of all things and he's yeah. perfectly holy he's righteous he's good he 's not like us, we are wayward and sinful and stupid, and we have free. Access to God. So, what you're saying, Jimmy, I think is absolutely right. We should be filled with praise, thankfulness, song. We should be singing. And for all of my joking and teasing, we should be moved to tears of joy and gratitude mm. for what God has done for mm, us. So some of us are farther along. Oh, uh, listen, I'll tell you right now, man. I am broken and messed up. Uh, yeah, my my tear yeah, ducts inside. My tear ducts don't dead work. inside. Nah, yeah, no. I, I mean, God made me alive. But, you know, I'm less alive probably than most other people, at least emotionally. So I think you're right. Praise. um, I think that's really good. I think one of the things that I'm thinking about is if this is true, if we are all priests, and I believe we are, then we need to make the most of our position as a priest in our access to God. So if you have free and unfettered access to God, and there's nobody more important to meet with, and if there's nobody uh, more great to meet with, if there's no one else that can do more good for you than the Lord, then why would you not be making the most of that accessibility? You need to make that access a priority in the Word, in prayer, on your knees every morning. You should be seeking God pursuing god loving god entreating god supplicating god at all times i mean if we really do have access i mean man i just you just i remember like i when i was i was just i loved my wife before she was my wife uh, before she thought of me as a boyfriend, before she was interested in even going on a date with me, I loved her, and I just wanted to spend all this time with her, and she was not down. So, um, yeah, who would be? Yeah, no, not, nobody outside of a miracle, and that's what had to happen. And yeah, that's what so, happened with
1: Jen and the fofo.
0: Yeah, so God said, "Okay, oh, you, you guys, are not gonna pull this off. I got it." <laughs> so, um, and so all I wanted, and so once, once that relationship opened up. Like I just wanted to be with Jen all the time. I want to talk to her all the time. I wanted to, and so same thing. If God, you have now have access to God, free access, then you should be making the most of it. That's one of the things that I think about. Make the most of your position as a priest in your access to God.
1: Well, I think the same thing Then, uh, I mean, make, make the most of it, uh, in your position as, as priest with the people around you then. Yeah, right, right. Right. Like the people that you're ministering to the people that, that you're loving and you're caring for the people that you are, uh, that your that God has placed before you to minister to, whether they be in the church or or even as you are proclaiming the mercies of God right. to those outside of the church. So use like make the most of that time, right? So it should be it should be a a awe inspiring sober um, reality to you that you are here to proclaim the mercy and goodness of God to other believers. And to those who do not know Christ.
0: Yeah. I I, th- I think the idea that we somehow um we get we we just get wrapped up in our own spiritual experience and our own health and our own concerns and our own fears that we forget that God has put people in our lives to actually make a difference. To I mean, like he he hasn't saved you so that you could just know him. He has saved you, he saved me so that we could also draw other people closer to God. Like we, he wants to use us in that yeah. capacity. So, man, I, I, I'm i encouraged by this doctrine. I'm encouraged by the conversation. And I definitely want to wanna make more of this uh, than I do. Jimmy, if people want to jump into this conversation, how do they do it online?
1: Yeah, they can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. Uh, you can head to the website, com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for our email blast. Or you can hit up the store and sign up for the 2018 Doctrine and Devotion Conference on the Spirit and the Church.
0: Does this make you want to cry, Jimmy?
1: Fresh Pod every Monday and Thursday. Blog posts on Wednesdays. Are you serious, dude? (laughs) Listen, I'm looking for another church. I want you to know now. You can go ahead and send me your church profile.
0: Send it to info at to Dude, that's McLaughlin, man. That, that'll get you. That'll get you right in the feels. I thought you'd like that. You're a you're an emotional guy. I thought you'd like that.
1: I'm open to executive pastor role, associate pastor. I'm not looking to be a lead pastor. Oh, but I But I'm also looking for new
0: friends. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you need some that care. That's awesome, man.
1: Video content on Fridays. Stop it.